baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Cloudy now, 21 degrees. A north wind gusting to 26 miles per hour. That means our wind chill is 6. The House Committee investigating last year's Capitol riot says there's plenty of evidence former President Trump committed crimes. In a final public presentation, members of the House Select Committee made the case for criminal charges against former President Trump. He is unfit for any office. Committee Republican Liz Cheney says federal prosecutors are investigating Trump, but the Select Committee is referring him and associates for four specific crimes. Obstruction of an official proceeding, conspiracy to defraud the United States, conspiracy to make false statements and assisting in an insurrection. It is a grave federal offense anchored in the Constitution itself. Committee Democrat Jamie Raskin says Attorney John Eastman is also being referred to the Justice Department. On Capitol Hill, Jared Halpern, Fox News. The case against former Kansas Representative Michael Capps is in the hands of a jury. Capps was accused of cheating the system to receive financial aid during the pandemic. The jury is deliberating on 18 counts that include money laundering and bank fraud. In closing arguments, the defense Monday outlined mistakes made by the government, while prosecutors gave details on each count. A Wichita man has been charged in connection to the the abduction of a 14-year-old Arkansas girl. 35-year-old David Rourke was in court Monday, charged with 21 crimes, including kidnapping, child abuse, and rape. Rourke was arrested last week after he was seen with the girl at a Wichita convenience store. Investigators say he was taken into custody as he tried to leave a home in North Wichita. The girl was found in a closet inside the home. His next court appearance set for January 3rd. Bond set at $1.5 million. A Wichita woman has been ordered to repay over $16,000 to the Kansas Medicaid system after pleading guilty to two Medicaid fraud-related charges. 22-year-old Kayla Convance pleaded guilty to one count of making a false claim to the Medicaid program and one count of unlawful acts concerning computers. Convance was sentenced to 12 months of supervised probation and ordered to repay the Kansas Medicaid program. An investigation found that along with her father, Johnson, they were working as personal care assistants for a relative who was a Medicaid beneficiary. It was discovered that the father and daughter were submitting false claims about providing care when they were actually working other jobs. The father pled guilty last Thursday to similar charges. His sentencing was set for January 26th. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. Wichita Open Doors Homeless Shelter is working to prepare for the upcoming cold snap by stocking up on scarves, hats, and gloves. And a a new partnership with United Way has been helping get people off the street and into housing. Director Joshua Watkins says the homeless population has to deal with a lot. Besides mental illness, they have severe addictions. And besides that, uh, if they've been on the street a month or two, 
guarantee they probably have PTSD as well because they've been uh, worried about their safety the whole time. Open Door is accepting donations of warm clothing, shoes, or anything that can help keep people warm. The lifting of Title 42 has been delayed. Fox's Kevin Cork reports. The United States Supreme Court has stepped in to, at least for now, allow the policy to remain. Cities along the U.S.-Mexico border have been absolutely scrambling in preparation of a possible surge of illegal immigrants if Title 42 were to end, uh, with DHS estimating that the number of daily arrivals could then top some 14,000. But the White House is passing the buck. They say it's Republicans who should shoulder the blame for the crisis, especially if the officials in the Biden administration don't get the $3.5 billion that they want to throw at the problem. KNSS News Time now, 6.04, four minutes past 6 o'clock. You know Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid and Dahmer and Blitzen, but do you recall the most famous reindeer of all? Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer had a very shiny nose. Stephen, good morning here. KNSS now. 609, make it 610, 10 minutes past 6 o'clock on this Tuesday morning. At today's meeting, the Wichita City Council will vote on a designer for a new City Hall webpage. The city will consider spending $184,000 for the first year of the project, which Civic Plus of Manhattan, Mayor Brandon Whipple, tells KNSS News, the current webpage is not as user-friendly as it could be. It was less focused on the user experience of folks who, who you know, might, might just need uh, to find information quickly. Uh, so this is going to be a brand new website. It's going to be modern, and it's going to hopefully make navigating that website a lot easier for people who are looking to pay their water bill or to find information about what's happening at City Hall. Whipple commented during Mondays with the mayor on the Steve and Ted of the Morning Show on KNSS. President Biden condemns anti-Semitism and marks a new tradition celebrating Hanukkah at the White House. President Biden discussing the contributions of Jewish Americans during a Hanukkah reception, urging Americans to speak out against anti-Semitism, stressing silence is complicity. Anti-Semitism and all forms of hate and violence in this country have no safe harbor in America, period. President and First Lady also adding a permanent menorah to the White House's collection for the first time, saying it conveys the U.S.'s commitment to the safety of the Jewish people and the vibrancy of Jewish life. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. The Vatican is dismissing one of its priests for his controversial stances on abortion. Fox's Lauren Green reports. Defending the unborn with a passion the Vatican claims has been profane at times, Father Frank Pavone, head of Priests for Life, has been removed from the priesthood. In a letter to U.S. bishops, the Vatican saying Father Pavone was found guilty in canonical proceedings of blasphemous communications on social media and of persistent disobedience of the lawful instructions of his diocesan bishop. Pavone, well known in the media and pro-life rallies, his methods could be over the top. Once putting an aborted fetus on an altar and posting on social media, he also strongly supported Donald Trump as a pro-life president while denigrating Catholic politicians like Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi. The letter says there is no chance for an appeal. Pronouns have become controversial. Vivian Garrity is an Ohio teacher who claims in a lawsuit she was forced to resign when she would not accommodate two students 
who has to be called by different names and pronouns. I told them that I would not because of my religious beliefs, and within two hours I was forced to pack up my belongings and escorted out of the school. The Alliance Defending Freedom has filed a lawsuit on Garrity's behalf, seeking her reinstatement to her teaching position. The school district insists Garrity was not forced to resign, noting that in her resignation letter, the teacher wrote that while she enjoyed her job, it was an easy decision to make in resigning. Mike Emanuel, Fox News. KNSS News time now, 612, 12 minutes past 6 o'clock. In traffic this morning, uh, headed towards Wichita on K254 on uh, on K254. Uh, K254 right around Oliver or just past Keychai. If you're headed towards Wichita, we have a report of a traffic hazard of some type there. Traffic was really getting slowed down for a while, so uh, watch out if you're headed that way. Again, that's towards Wichita on K254 right around Oliver. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. A cold front is swept across south-central Kansas. That's going to bring down temperatures today. Our high 30 later on this afternoon. North winds anywhere from 15 to 20 miles per hour with a gradual clearing sky. Clouding back up again tonight to low 21. On Wednesday, our high 39. Then our next storm system will arrive Wednesday night into Thursday with a chance of snow and dangerously cold Arctic air. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. Now cloudy, 20 degrees. We have a north wind at 14 miles per hour. The wind chill is 7 We had a cloudy, breezy day across central Kansas Monday. Wichita's high temperature was 48 degrees. Normal high for the date, 45. Today is Tuesday, December 20th, 2022. On this date in 1860, South Carolina became the first state to secede from the Union as all 169 delegates to a special convention in Charleston voted in favor of separation. So the big vote in South Carolina to secede from the union americans are cutting back on spending in some areas this holiday season but they're not scrimping on christmas trees retailers from home depot and lowe's to mom and pop operations raise their tree prices but people are still buying them the national christmas tree association projects that nearly 21 million live christmas trees will be sold by the time consumers wrap up purchases over the next Over the days leading up to Christmas. By the way, Christmas is uh, merely uh, five days away now. Less than a week. Mm. It's coming up Sunday. I got some of my shopping done yesterday. That's that's a good idea. Just just a little bit. Tomorrow tomorrow afternoon you should go when the temperature is zero. That'll be fun, won't it? (laughs) Wow. The holiday travel season this year is expected to rival the busiest seasons before the pandemic at Florida's two most bustling airports, Orlando International Airport, the state's busiest airport and the seventh busiest airport in the U.S. last year, expected to host 2.9 million passengers during a period that started in mid-October and extends through the first days of the new year. That would mark a 17% increase over the same period last year. Miami International Airport is expected to host 2.5 million passengers for a holiday travel period that lasts from December 21st through January 6th which is Three Kings Day, the final Christmas celebration observed by many Christians in Latin America and Spain. And that would mark a 1.5% increase over the record-breaking holiday travel season last year. So 
gradually as we're coming back from the pandemic, we're putting up some numbers that are yeah, getting there. more respectable. Talk about a shock. Workers in Tennessee reportedly found a human heart in a Department of Transportation salt pile while they were going to make brine last week. The discovery has led to a law enforcement investigation to discover where the heart came from. The, the discovery was made at a State Department of Transportation salt facility in McEwen on Thursday of last week. This is according to the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation. Hmm. And if you'd like more information, uh, we uh, the story is on our webpage, knssradio.com. You can check it out there. Somebody nice was making human heart. heart jerky of some sort. How, people, cure it. how do you know it's a human just by looking at it? I guess somebody knew. Maybe law enforcement. All right, it's uh, coming up on 618 now, Stephen, 10 in the morning, here on KNSS. And uh, time for leadoff sports this morning with Jed Chambers. Jed? Well, coming off of a win over then the number 14 Indiana, KU has jumped from number 8 to number 4 in this week's Associated Press Top 25. Uh, Purdue remains number 1 this week. UConn improved a slot, checked in at number 2. Houston, number 3, followed by Kansas, and then Arizona rounding out the top 5. Uh, Indiana, after that loss, dropped four spots to number 18. Kansas State included in the others receiving votes category. The Jayhawks have won four games in a row heading into Thursday's game against Harvard. Tip-off at 6 p.m. at Allen Fieldhouse. Jayhawk fans, you can tune in tonight over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH for KU Hawk Talk with head coach Bill Self. Monday night football last night. The Packers kept their faint playoff hopes alive with a win over the Rams. Here's Fox's Eric Messersmith with more. For the Packers, A.J. Dillon with a pair of rushing touchdowns. Fellow running back Aaron Jones also scored on a pass from Aaron Rodgers, while the Green Bay defense was dominant, holding L.A. to just 156 yards of total offense. In his second game for the Rams, Baker Mayfield throwing for only 111 yards with one touchdown and one interception. With the victory, the Packers improved to 6-8 and eight on the season and are now a game and a half out of the final wildcard spot in the NFC. Meanwhile, the Rams now 4-10 and 10 as their miserable Super Bowl hangover season continues. I'm Eric Messersmith, Fox News. Got an honor for one of the Shockers yesterday. Shocker senior forward Jane Asinde was named to the American Athletic Conference Weekly Honor Roll. The Uganda native recorded her fifth double-double of the season in Wichita State's win last Friday over Southern University, finishing with a game-high 15 points and 12 rebounds. She now has five double-doubles in nine games for the Shockers this season. It's the first weekly honor roll selection of the season for Asende after earning the Player of the Week honors in November. Shocker ladies in action tonight, hosting Wyoming tip-off scheduled for 6 o'clock at Charles Coke Arena. Kansas State football has won another recruiting battle. Colorado native Andrew Metzger, 6'5 and 235-pound tight end, announced his intentions to play for the Wildcats via social media yesterday. Uh, the three-star recruit chose K-State over Nebraska and his home state, Buffaloes. Metzger originally committed to Colorado but reevaluated his options after recruiting visits to K-State and Nebraska. This is the third player that K-State has flipped during the recruiting cycle. Wide receiver Wesley Watson was committed to Colorado before switching to the Wildcats, and defensive back Will Lee was originally committed to Oregon State. Kansas football has uh, announced that the uh, their uh, offensive coordinator, 
uh, Andy Kotelnecki confirmed his contract extension with KU on Monday. In November, head coach Lance Leipold extended his contract with KU until 2029. Under Kotelnecki, the KU offense went from ranking 104th in yards per play in year one to fifth, and from 91st to fifth in passing efficiency. So uh, some good work there. And a contract extension for the uh, offensive coordinator at KU. Eudora, Kansas tight end Jaden Ham committed to KU football on Monday. Ham announced his decision at the Eudora High School Library. Ham previously had a verbal commitment with Arkansas. The three-star recruit marks the second recent in-state flip for KU football coach Lance Leipold and his staff. Earlier in the month, Lawrence native and offensive tackle Calvin Clements flipped from Baylor to KU. And that's sports on Stephen Ted in the morning. 621 now. Keep it here for Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Can you change from being a night owl to an early bird? That's on the way. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh. 630 here on this Tuesday morning. 20 degrees with a wind chill of 7. A guilty verdict for Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein found guilty of rape and sexual assault related to accuser Jane Doe No. 1, acquitted of sexual battery against another, and the jury hung on all counts related to two other accusers, Jennifer Newsom, wife of California Governor Gavin Newsom, and Jane Doe No. 2, Lauren Young. They have demonstrated that empowered and courageous women are able to make powerful men accountable for the injustices that they have inflicted on women. Young's attorney, Gloria Allred, says she would retestify if those charges are retried. Weinstein, who pled not guilty to charges of assaulting four women between 2004 and 2013, already serving a 23-year prison sentence for rape and sexual assault charges in New York. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. And Andoverman has pleaded guilty to his role in a fatal crash. 37-year-old Garrett Myers pleaded guilty Monday in Sedgwick County District Court to involuntary manslaughter while driving under the influence, and aggravated battery while driving under the influence. A third charge was dismissed as part of his plea agreement. According to Wichita Police, a large pickup truck rear-ended a small SUV waiting at the stoplight at 13th and Oliver to make that 13th and Hillside on Thanksgiving Day in 2021. The SUV rolled over, killing 65-year-old Leroy Grimm of Wichita. A 67-year-old passenger was rushed to a hospital in critical condition from the scene of the crash. Myers is scheduled to be sentenced February 2nd. The expected freezing temperatures are dangerous for animals. Officials say the best thing you can do is bring them inside or provide them with an insulated shelter lined with straw to prevent freezing. Director of Wichita Animal Action League, Christy Fisher, says people are likely to find stray cats taking shelter in the engine compartment of your vehicle. Just make sure that before you start your engine that you kind of pound three or four good times on the hood of your vehicle. Oftentimes that's going to be enough to get any cats or kittens that have crawled up there looking for warmth to get out. She also advises checking on the water bowls for outside pets to prevent freezing. Several members of the Wichita Police Department were recognized Monday during the 2022 presentation of annual awards. Officer Kyle Mellard was named Officer of the Year. In June 2021, Officer Mellard was shot in the legs and face after responding to a shots fired call involving officers. He says he's humbled to receive the award. It's a great honor uh, and to be recognized for the, the amount of work that I've put in to, to get back to the streets and to full duty is, 
Uh, it's, it's great. He plans to continue in his role as a police officer as a way to show his gratitude for the community. A federal bankruptcy judge rules cases from Sandy Hook victims' families against Alex Jones can move forward. Judge Christopher Lopez gave his approval to an order that lifts a stay stopping cases. Once Jones, the conspiracy theorist and Infowars host, and his media company sought bankruptcy protection. As of now, Jones has been ordered to pay compensation of more than a billion dollars to families impacted by the 2012 elementary school massacre in Connecticut. Among the other lawsuits is one in Texas alleging Jones has hidden millions in assets, which Jones denies. A third trial is set to begin next year. Jones alleges he has only $2 million to his name and cannot pay any current or future damages. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. And now the forecast with KNSF staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. The latest data is in on the winter storm system that's going to be affecting us Wednesday night into Thursday. It looks like the low pressure system is trending a little bit further to the north and northeast. That will lower our snow totals to around one to three inches across south central Kansas. However, you combine that with gusty winds and Arctic temperatures, it will be dangerous to travel in. Today's high around 30, mostly cloudy overnight. Tello 21, 39 tomorrow. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. And now a cloudy sky, 20 degrees, north wind at 14 miles per hour. The wind chill is 7. <laughs> Stephen Ted of the morning here on KNSS. And today is December 20th. On this date in 1860, South Carolina became the first state to secede from the Union. As all 169 delegates to a special convention in Charleston voted in favor of separation. And, of course, the uh, Civil War would begin there in uh, the Charleston Harbor at Fort Sumter. If you've never been there, you can take a boat ride out there, and it's, uh, it's pretty amazing to stand at the very spot where the Civil War began. 6.35 now, Stephen Ted of the morning here on KNSS. Winter's coming tomorrow, uh, Wednesday, 3.48 p.m. is our time, central time. It's the official start. It's the official start, and that'll be this, uh, tomorrow afternoon. And the weather looks like it's going to correspond by getting really ugly tomorrow night. We'll, we'll keep you posted. Toy makers from Mattel's American Girl to Build-A-Bear Workshop see adults' interest in playthings as long-lasting and are creating new products, services, and websites aimed for the older group. This so-called kid-adult market is significant. Ages 18 and older represented 14% of U.S. toy industry sales, or $5.7 billion for the 12 months ending September of 2022. It grew 19% since the 12 months ending September of 2021, All right, according to the NPD Group, a market research firm. This group also enjoyed the second fastest increase after customers ages 12 to 17. So apparently people are... Wanting to have their toys a little later in life. Hmm, okay. I don't think I've gotten a toy from childhood still here. Coming up here in about an hour from now this morning, uh, our weekly visit with Sedgwick County Commissioner Pete Meitzner. So hang around for that. That should be good. That's one hour from now here with Stephen Ted on KNSS. And on Friday and the noon hour, I will be at uh, South Meridian and I-235 for uh, our last Taco Bell Christmas cash giveaway, $98 in cash in an envelope. And I will hand that to some person, some lucky person going through the drive-thru there 
at Taco Bell. We picked them at random, and it's always a great thing to do because people love to get a little free money. Taco Bell, that will be, again, Friday from a, in the noon hour at South Meridian and I-235. 6.38 now, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. It is time for our commodities update with Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Good morning, Tom. Well, good morning, Steve and Jad. The five area feed yards cash cattle trading volume last week was 66,000 head of cattle. The previous week was just shy of 53,000. Now, the average Kansas steer price was $154.98. That was down 64 cents from the previous week. Now, Monday, the cattle complex was a mixture of trading with live cattle having a three session high and closing slightly positive while the feeder cattle traded mix and had a seven-session low and closed negative. Lean hogs had two-sided trading and closed mostly positive. On the close, February live cattle were 27 cents higher at 156.05. March feeder cattle down 90 cents at 183.80. And February lean hog 7 cents lower at 85.70. Now, Monday saw talk of improving South American weather along with the continued COVID cases and deaths in China resulting in double-digit losses for the soybean and soybean meal futures. The wheat and corn also closed negative but did come off their session lows. An increase in winter wheat acres is indicated from updated R. RMA insurance enrollment data. We're looking now at March Kansas City wheat trading five and three quarters higher at eight forty nine and a quarter. March corn's up two pennies at six forty nine and a quarter, with March soybeans four cents higher at fourteen sixty seven and a half. February crude oil is thirty five cents higher at seventy five seventy three. February gold up seventeen dollars at eighteen hundred fourteen dollars and eighty cents. The March S and P three and a quarter points lower at thirty eight hundred forty two. March dollar index sixty seven cents in the lower at one hundred three sixty seven. And March Dow Jones futures up twenty six points at thirty two thousand nine ninety nine. For commodity trading or ag marketing advisory, contact Leffler Commodities on the phone or on the web by using eight six six go to Tom. Talking with my my grandchildren grandchildren last night uh, one of them and the the uh, topic came up of someone that my daughter knows who grew up on a farm and a dairy farm and got away from there just as quick as she could uh, i said to my granddaughter said you know how do you like to get up at four o'clock in the morning and go milk every morning before you go to school go milk a, milk a bunch of cows and she didn't think that would be a good idea and i'll tell you what Look at what we're going to have tomorrow, or Thursday morning, I guess it is. Looks like the wheels are going to come off for the first full day of winter on Thursday. Yeah, we're going to get a nice rude awakening starting tomorrow. <laughs> and uh, the only good news is it does look like got a little bit of a warming trend down there towards the weekend. Right, but, uh, right. We're going to get a little snap of cold temperatures. Yeah, Thursday and Friday is going to be, ooh, find someplace warm and hunker down, you know. And those you know, are, maybe we're going to get it out of our system early this year, and then we'll start to moderate. Well, that's one way to look at it. Sure, I'd be a little optimistic about it. But yeah, those are the mornings <laughs> when, frankly, in the job we do, I just don't want to come, come in and do it. <laughs> I just stay home and stay warm, you know. But uh, you yeah. got to go, right? We got to go. That's right. We're uh, committed to this thing, and we're going to be here. And so are you, right? That's correct. All right. You got all your Christmas shopping done now, Tom? All ready for Christmas. You're ready. All right. Good for you. You bet. Good for you. I'm also ready for New Year, too. Ready for New Year. I'm uh, planning ahead for President's Day right now. and uh, <laughs> I guess that's a little... Well, you're getting way ahead That's of too me. far ahead. I better, I better calm down. All right, Tom. Thank you, sir. Check with you tomorrow morning. Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities this morning. Coming up, we got Don Grant, CFE 
He is the money tracker. Recessions and the market. Don's on the way. Steve at 10 in the morning here on KNSS. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all-star closer kenley jansen we have a question what's the best podcast of all time Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the most wonderful time of the year With the kids jingle belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer It's the most wonderful time of the year Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS 6.46 on this Tuesday morning Three big things. Wichita City Council considers upgrade for the city's web page. Jury considers fate of former state representative Michael Capps, accused of making false statements to obtain pandemic financial aid. House panel recommends criminal charges for Trump in January 6th riot at the Capitol. Three big things, Steve and Ted on KNSS. So far this morning in traffic, things have been uh, looking fairly good out there, but the traffic volumes really are starting to pick up. Uh, Started to see some uh, traffic slowdowns around Kellogg and Greenwich Road. Uh, Just some pretty heavy traffic out there, as well as some traffic around that uh, north junction, I-135, I-235, and K-96. Things slowing down a bit there as well. Traffic update. 98.7 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. It's brought to you by Joe Dubrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire. Located downtown at Market and Waterman and online at carlstire.com. Your home for complete car care. Partly cloudy and cooler today with a high of 31 degrees. Yesterday's high was 48. Increasing clouds and cool tonight. Overnight low 23. Wednesday, cloudy and cool. Tomorrow's high 38 degrees. 
Now a cloudy sky. We have a north wind at 14 miles per hour. 20 degrees. That brings us a wind chill of 7. Steve and 10 in the morning here on KNSS. Another down close on Wall Street Monday. Hope you weren't counting on a Santa Claus rally. The market's down again, though off their lows. At the close, the Dow off 162 points. The S&P down 34. The Nasdaq lower by 159. Recession fears fueling investor anxiety as traders ruminate on last week's 50 basis point rate hike and Fed Chair Jay Powell's signal that rates will continue higher for longer than expected. Growth stocks suffering as a result. Apple, Microsoft and Amazon creating some of the biggest drags on the market. Housing also a worry as homebuilder sentiment fell to its lowest level in a decade on higher mortgage rates and soaring construction costs. In New York, Jerry Willis, Fox News. Millions of Twitter users asked Elon Musk to step down as head of Twitter <laughs> in a poll the billionaire created and promised to abide by. But by Monday afternoon, there was no word from Musk on whether he'll step aside or who a new leader might be. Twitter has grown more chaotic and confusing under Musk's leadership with rapidly vacillating policies that are withdrawn or altered. What did he think? That people would vote for him? I don't get it. Are you crazy? All right. <laughs> 6.48, Stephen 10 in the morning here on KSS. Time for Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker. Recessions and the market, Don. Take it away. Well, good morning, Steve good morning. and Jad. Yeah. You know, in 2022, the stock market tumbled quite a bit. We all know that. Recently, we saw some recovery and then it backed down again. But there has never been a time in history when the markets didn't fully recover and reach new highs. The impossible task is knowing when that will happen. Many economists agree that we are facing a recession. Some say it'll be declared sometime early next year. I've had conversations with investors who seem to confuse a recession with a drop in the stock market. We need to separate Wall Street, the stock market, from Main Street, the American economy. Wall Street is considered by many market watchers to be a leading indicator. It is often months ahead of Main Street. By the time the recession really sets in, the stock market generally will have already turned. During all recessionary periods since 1945, defined by the National Bureau of Economic Research, the stock market has risen an average of 1% during that recession. That is because markets generally top out before the stop of the recessions and bottom out well before their conclusion. In other words, the worst is over for stocks before it's over for the rest of the economy. If you trust history, your certified financial planner may guide you to make decisions based upon that, a strategy that might suggest you have investing more while the markets are down, if you have cash on the sidelines in particular, and reviewing whether you may want to balance that with investments that you have a history, you know, that have a history of handling volatility. Following stock market performance during a recession, analysts have identified several industries that may do better than others. Retail, restaurants, and travel often drop during a recession. Americans will pull back on purchases, they'll eat at home more, and they'll often curtail travel when their finances are strained. Healthcare, accounting firms, auto repair, DIY home improvement retailers, grocery chairs, chains rather, Discount bargain stores will often do well during a recession. And, of course, if you have 
Any questions, you can give me a call. The number is 267-0600. Remember, that's our new number, 267-0600. Just ask for me, Don Grant. And I thought the recession, the definition was two, was it two or three uh, shrinking GDPs in a row? A, a common, a common, yes, is is uh, two, Gross national two product, quarters, two quarters, two consecutive, two, quarters. two consecutive quarters of down GDP. But, but. That's not necessarily it. There are so many other factors. I think we've actually been through that um, earlier in the year. Yeah, I think so. But employment is still very, very high. In other words, there's there's very low unemployment. Right. And people are not really suffering yet. In other words, they are employed, they're working, and they're buying, they're consuming. So the recession is actually defined by the NEBR, the National Bureau or NBER, the National Bureau of Economic Research, and they will they will officially declare when a recession happens. Often it's a little bit after it's actually started, um, but um, they're the ones they're the economists that are on 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 staff <laughs> to to uh, actually declare a recession. Do we have to necessarily see high unemployment for that to happen? Not necessarily high unemployment, but a little bit of people losing mm-hmm. some jobs, yeah. Well, they're, I, I, they're anticipating that. It's this, already started started to shift a little bit. This last Friday, the uh, uh, the uh, Kansas Department of Labor released our unemployment rate at 2.8% in the state, which Amazing. it was last month and it was last year. Right. I mean, we've had low unemployment, uh, almost, well, full, unemplo- full employment yeah. for a long time. That's why the parking lots out in front of the, the, the retailers and the, and the restaurants are still pretty full. Damned, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Keep the jobs. Mm, okay. 6.53, Steve and Ted. This is uh, finally a day that we can all celebrate together. Okay. National Stephen Day. <laughs> Stephen is a male first name, often shortened to Steve, Stevie, or Steve-O. Or Knucklehead. Or Dum-Dum. <laughs> I've heard them all. It's a variation of Stephen, which is S-T-E-P-H-E-N. Or V-E-N. The original version. The, there's, mm. we're, we're doing the V for V first version today. Both, both spellings correct, pronounced the same way. There are an estimated one million Stevens in America. Name ranks at number 36 in popularity nationwide. I bet well, you Donald is right up there, too. There's got to be a – well, I don't think there's a – Donald is – I think it's from like the – the 40s, 50s, and 60s. Mm. You know, I mean, I think that's, you know, I don't run into a lot of young Donalds. My oldest brother's. There's a lot of young Steves out there. I was, my oldest brother's name was Don. Yeah. He was, he was a Don. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've then then we had Michael. Don Corleone. And then Steven. Yeah, is, when is Donald Day? I don't know. We'll have to uh, watch out. I'm sure out you'll be we'll looking look. out for that. I one. think uh, for Don, it's. it's uh, Donald Grant Day every day of the year, really. <laughs> a day oh, to celebrate. Well, you know what, uh, Steve? I, I celebrate you daily. How many Steves daily. do you know? I know a you know, bunch you of Steves. You know me, Dillard, right? From, uh, oh, I know a bunch of Steves. I know a, yeah. one I see, one I grew up with, uh, the other one I played football with. Here's two, two that I can think of right, right off the cuff. I can think of four or five right off can the you top really? of my head. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, National Stephen Day, and I'm All sure right. that we are celebrating my wife National will celebrate by Day. doing something nice for me today. She she really is a a celebrant of Stephen Day every day. I, 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 I'm sure she <laughs> praises you. All right. Well, Don, tomorrow we're going to have cough, a cough. good old Ted Woodward will be back in the house tomorrow. I cannot 
wait. Yeah, I told him he, I wanted to see him back here by winter. And tomorrow is winter. When did the official solstice? Yes, well, sweet. you know the good thing. You know the great thing about tomorrow. After tomorrow, every day gets a minute longer. Yeah. Or made of daylight. Really. Yeah. And after so that first day after that, when it's nine degrees, we get an hour more of that, right? I know. No. Yeah. Look on the bright side. All right. All right, right buddy. Thank Happy you. National yeah. Stephen Day. You too. Stay warm today. Six fifty-five now. Stephen Ted coming up. Our news at the top of the hour. House panel recommends criminal charges. Against Trump. That's on the way. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services LLC, member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services LLC, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Fortis Advisors is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS. All star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.